Hi everybody, this is Dyer with Northwest Nerd, and you're probably wondering a little bit about why you didn't get a new episode this morning, as per usual, every Thursday. So, okay, we had a bit of a snafu. Nick Jarn, the other half of Northwest Nerd, and myself did record a roundtable episode for you all last weekend at Kickoff the Cons in Renton. We were very excited about it. It's a topic that's super interesting. But, long story short, something happened to the audio recording, and it is pretty much unusable. And if we're doing full disclosure here, we didn't really know that the audio was bad until yesterday through another series of mishaps that I'm not going to bore you with. But do not fear. I still have something for you today, even if it's a little bit late. You see, I have been sitting on some interviews that I did last summer at Versus Comic Con in Seaside, Oregon. I met with a couple interesting people who piqued my curiosity. I'm going to play them for you now. One is an artist who Nick and I were lucky enough to have our table next to at Versus. And also, we came across this other guy who was... A bit quirky, and I say that because I've met a few marijuana activists in my day, because we live in the Northwest, it's kind of hard not to run into them, but I haven't met one quite like this. So to start things off, let me first introduce you to Brian Johnson. He is the puny human behind Robot of the Day. He's based in Portland, so you might have seen him at some local Comic Cons showing his art which started a while ago. He started drawing a robot every day a while ago, and it's been fun to watch his Instagram account, for example, evolve since then. The robots have definitely developed their own personalities. Anyway, I'll let Brian, the artist, explain. Uh, Okay, my name's Brian Johnson, and I am the puny human. That's my job title for the robots of the day. What exactly is that? Uh, it started out in 2013 as just um, a daily drawing exercise. Wanted to see how many, you know, how many different robots I could draw. Um, I've been an artist my whole life. I'm a graphic designer by trade, and I just thought, you know, I needed a daily drawing exercise. So, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Well, it did a slow burn really, and uh, just this year, it's kind of, I'm trying to turn it into a big thing. <laughs> So I get the impression that your artistic background probably wasn't entirely in robots. You said you were a graphic designer. So why robots? What exactly stuck out there? Oh, I've always been into robots. Uh, you know, I just as a kid, I remember sitting down with a stack of uh, printer paper and some markers and then just drawing sheet after sheet of robots. And then, of course, I think Star Wars was the big thing. I remember my mom showing me like a, a little blurb in Reader's Digest. She'd say, look at this. It's a movie about robots. And, of course, I'm like, yes, robots. There is a little bit of a droid-esque ambiance to some of your robots. And so I got kind of a, uh, a vibe of maybe there's some characters here, in, or at least in your mind. I mean, do they kind of reoccur? Do you have some characters that show up in your drawings every day? Absolutely. I haven't named them yet but uh they've they've kind of evolved like i say i started out trying to draw as many different types of robots as i could and they've just really narrowed down over the years to a few different 
I'm not sure, archetypes maybe? Um, with some minor physical differences, but yeah, some recurring characters, if you will. But they, they, they tend to be pretty uh, nameless at this point. And I guess I'm, I'm just waiting for them to name themselves. <laughs> so that's kind of a fascinating approach to this, an exercise, a robot a day. Has anything changed since the first day you tried doing this and today? Wow. Well, um, it's, it's, the art has been evolving for sure. started out just simple uh, pen and ink drawings. Um, and I think it was uh, actually at Rose City Comic Con last year. Somebody suggested, hey, why don't you try some color? And it was sort of off to the races. From that point, I, you know, I bought a couple of Copic uh, alcohol markers, and then I bought a couple more and a couple more, and um, just been exploring with the color. So I guess adding a lot of color. Uh, and now they're also it started out. It was just simply a robot, and now uh, I tend to be inspired by you know things that happen at work, stuff I see on the TV or news or you know, what things that I do with my friends or. Uh, you know, the robots will get into things like, well, what would happen if a robot went surfing and it fell off, you know, or, uh, you know, for instance, uh, one of those uh, in the, the uh, sort of Instagram art community, there are various daily challenges like uh, mermaid, you know, draw a mermaid themed thing, sketch a day, March of Robots, which is my favorite. There's, of course, Inktober. Uh, but for instance, like, you know, in Mermaid, that was something that I kind of turned around on its head. It's like, well, you know, what would a robot mermaid be like? Um, well, it, would it really need to swim? Could it just simply, like, walk along the bottom of the ocean or wherever? You know, so <laughs> so I drew a robot simply standing in the bottom of a body of water, kind of like, well, so what? I just walk, you know. <laughs> so if we were going to find any of your work, where should folks go to? Uh, probably the best place, uh, most active on Instagram, hashtag robot of the day. And you can find more robot fun there. And sometimes cats. Robots and cats get along. Hey, wait a minute. Cats? So cats have now found... Are they robot cats? Are they live cats? What's going on here? Uh, totally organic cats. Uh, occasionally, I've got a couple of cats at home. And uh, the, the, the cats, not my cats, but they will uh, show up with, along with the robots, just kind of inspired by you know, crazy things my own cats do. Uh, just once in a while... You know, uh, but I've had somebody ask me, well, why not robot cats? And uh, my response is simply, well, why? I, you know, the, the cats are perfect as is, and the robots like them just fine. <laughs> this next interview, if I'm being honest, really just held a big curiosity factor for me. Captain Cannabis is a marijuana activist who hails from Oregon, and so you've probably seen him around in parades or at events like Comic-Cons. He has been fighting to legalize it for years, and to do this, he dons this bright green foam suit and a superhero persona. He also has his own comic book, along with a crime-fighting team, the Cosmic Crusaders, and Despite recreational marijuana already being legal in the Northwest, he says that the fight continues. So I asked him a bit about that. Well, everybody smokes at some point in time in their lives. All people, all cultures, you know, there's a large majority of people who will try cannabis. I experimented it with it in college and I heard Jack Herrera speak, and he's the author of The Emperor Wears No Clothes, 
And to me, it, it made sense. And I wanted to be part of that movement, part of that revolution. So I wrote a rap song about weed and I started performing it. And the suit was just an evolution of that uh, character, that personality. So I went from a guy who is passionate about cannabis to reading about it, learning about it, to rapping about it. And that's when the real personality, Captain Cannabis, was born. And um, since then, I have evolved to have created a comic book. And it's called Captain Cannabis and the Cosmic Crusaders. And it's just different from your typical you know, Marvel or DC or superhero genre of comic. It's just unique. So tell me a little bit about that. The uh, the plants, aliens, superpowers, it's kind of a special mix and plot line that you bring into that. So more and more people every day are getting inquisitive and curious about aliens and space travel and and uh, things of that nature. So I tie in aliens to my book in a truly unique way. And my spin on aliens is there are people who left the planet with advanced technology and hemp. And, uh, you know, they created their world and their universe and they live at one in their environment in a sustainable manner. So I kind of use the aliens as a way of teaching us like this is the only planet we have like we we can't travel through space yet you know this is it this is our mothership so by using the aliens as a tool to explain how we can live more harmoniously and at one with our resources i want to show humans like we're killing the planet we don't have to because there's this resource here called hemp that was historically used and can be used again and is thankfully uh, and it's a great resource because it can be used for so many things to help mankind in so many ways. So when you know that truth, you want to fight for it. And that's why there is a movement. Um, and I've been in that movement for a long time in America, and I'm never going to stop. So tell me a little bit about that. You call it a movement. I think earlier you said activists from like the 90s. Who is Captain Cannabis activist? Uh, Captain Cannabis, the activist, is someone who used to, uh, you know, well, I still do. I travel and I tour and I, I go to events. My career started with a, a rap song that I wrote called G-Force. And you can check out Captain Cannabis G-Force on YouTube. That's my pro-weed rap song. Well, that actually kind of brought me to a curiosity. So weed is legal now, Oregon and Washington. So you, you won, obviously, Captain. Captain Cannabis can can just go to go to bed now, right? Is is that is that where you're going with that? No, there's still people in jail for a plant. Like I can walk down the street and buy something where other people get locked up for. That's not fair. That's not justice, because it doesn't make sense that you know alcohol and cigarettes are legal, and this plant, which is proven beneficial and helpful in many ways, is is still illegal in some areas. So my work as the captain is never done. And you also have told me a little bit about your multimedia aspirations. You have a rap song, you have a comic book, but it doesn't really stop there. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, recently, the the comic book, I, I animated it. I turned it into a cartoon. It's for sale on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Amazon. It's called Captain Cannabis and the Cosmic Crusaders. It's the animated version of the comic book with music from my record label. But what I recently did is because everyone loves phones and games and game culture, I actually made my own game, which is a continuation of Captain Cannabis 
in the Canaverse. So the game is called Hashteroids Game, and you fly as Captain Cannabis in a spaceship, and you literally have to vaporize buds to save humanity. So Hashteroids Game is like asteroids on weed, and it's free. And if you, like me, are old school, and you fell in love with the early generation of games, like a lot of people don't know that Asteroids was actually put out by Steve Jobs. Like that was one of the projects he worked on. Speaking of kind of a funky twist, uh, looping back around to Captain Cannabis, you've mentioned to me before that he doesn't exactly fight crime in the same way. Yeah, I mean, Deadpool uh, comics like Infinity Wars, so many people die. Deadpool, it's ultraviolence. And that stuff, I mean, I'm not saying it's like targeting kids, but kids are going to see it because comic books equate to people of all ages. You know, they ignite your youthful spirit. And what's unique about my comic book, number one, it's under the radar because it has an underlying cannabis theme. But the other thing is, like, there's enough violence and war in the world, you know. So my characters, yes, they fight. Yes, they have advanced weapons. But all of our weapons, they just, they don't kill you. They chill you and they thrill you. So we're not out to destroy. We're out to build. We're out to unite, you know. So we're people who have to get along and unite or all is lost. So it's about... It's about peace, it's about love, it's about standing your ground and, and being a professional and being a gentleman like, like any superhero should be. Okay, that should do it for this impromptu episode of Northwest Nerd. So sorry for the delay on this one. And a big thank you to artist Brian Johnson and Captain Cannabis. If you haven't yet, Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And if you already do, then you likely saw a pretty great photo I posted of a pug wearing a denim jacket as a bit of an apology for how tardy this episode was. It's pretty cool, so you should follow us and check it out. Also, we have a Patreon page. If you want to support this podcast and chip in to help make it happen, please check that out. And while you're feeling so generous... Please rate us on iTunes, share the show with your friends, post us on social media, do plenty of tags. Every little bit helps us get this podcast out to more people. And with that, we'll see you next week, nerds. Nerds.